0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to TSC Pods and the third episode of our series, Econ to the Rescue. In this episode, we will continue our discussion about the 2023 U.S. banking crisis with Dr. Chao Huang, and we'll expand it to Japan's public debt problem, the current recession in China, and the impact on Asia as a whole. How do you think this crisis compares to the 2008 financial crisis?
1: I think the risk is uh, just finished in the U.S. because there was no uh, big bubble mm-hmm. in the U.S. economy. Yeah. It was yeah. not like uh, in the financial tsunami of the 2007 and 2008 because at that time there was a, a huge bubble in the real estate, estate uh, market. Okay? And the real estate is related to almost all the banks. Okay, all the banks, their asset has a huge part or great part of uh, loans or the so-called mortgage-backed securities, uh, holding those kind of assets, which are related to the real estate. So when there's a bust in the real estate market, then it will affect almost all the uh, commercial banks. So that's a <laughs> very uh, serious uh, crisis at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, okay. this time we don't observe any uh, this kind of the kind of bubble, like yeah. related really to similar to those uh, we observed in the financial tsunami yeah. episode. Yeah. But in China, is similar to the 2007, 08. Right now. Oh, right now. Okay. Right now because the China facing the problem of the busting of the real estate the sector. So what you uh, mentioned, those uh, uh, banks, uh, the failure of those banks are related to real
2: estate. Uh, so in this sense, uh-huh. um, could a comparative study be drawn uh-huh. between this SVG uh-huh. type of scenario to say that's could be a mini tech bubble that was burst. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in China, the localized issue was uh-huh. a real estate bubble yeah. that was burst. Yeah, and uh, it's not the first time we've seen this over the globe, mm-hmm. but the cause and effect seem to be smaller and smaller. And I wouldn't—I'd hate to say this—but uh-huh. the rich are being distributed. <laughs> 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 um, uh-huh. In a good way, because they should be educated that good, high risk, high uh-huh. return, and this is the risk side of things. Uh-huh. Um, is, is it fair to make that kind of um, analogy and conclusion? Um,
1: yeah, people learn from past mistake, but people tend to forget those mistakes uh, if they're uh, there's a 10 or 20 years past, then they just forgot everything. But right now, uh, I think in the U.S., they still remember those mistakes, okay? In China, I'm not so optimistic about the China.
2: don't have experience?
1: Be- uh, because the, the economy uh, is lacking some so-called uh, self-correcting mechanism. Yeah, that's my opinion. Because in the in the Western economy, the free uh, market economy, uh, when uh, when you are not successful, your company uh, lose a lot of money, then you face the bankruptcy. You are just wiped out. Then you will be replaced by some other companies, more competitive ones, replacing the less competitive. Uh, companies, but in, in China, all those companies are owned by the government. It's a pub. Uh, the government the enterprise. Okay, so they won't get bankrupt whenever they lose money. The government. government will uh, yeah, yeah, support it. So, uh, so they don't have to face. The, <laughs> the the consequences yeah that that's the difference so uh, I'm thinking that kind of system uh, so-called the self-correcting mechanism is much weaker than the western the free market society yeah that's that's my opinion so I'm thinking in China you may it, uh, it may face a Long period of recessions, maybe something close to what happened in, in Japan 1990s. in the 1990s. Yeah.
0: Japan does not have its own banking crisis, but it does have its own public debt problem. Do you think there will be a disturbance in the Japanese financial market? One
1: thing is that uh, the saving rate of uh, uh, Japanese people, Japanese, are quite high. So those public debt are mostly owned by their citizens. Okay. And uh, it's not uh, what happened in in Greece, because in Greece, most of uh, their public debt are owned by foreigners. So there's a huge difference there. So in Japan, even though the, uh, the public debt grows, but the uh, people also uh, tend to purchase those newly issued uh, public debt. So in that case, uh, there's no immediate crisis in, in, in Japan. Yeah. Uh, also, I guess there's no immediate crisis in the U.S., even though the Uh, uh, the deficit, government deficit is quite huge. And they have to keep on adjusting the ceiling of those uh, federal uh, debt ceiling, once for a while.
0: Can the recession in China impact other countries?
1: Uh, China's recession surely will affect uh, the peripheral countries. uh, which has a huge trade uh, with China. Okay, so uh, I think like the Southeast Asian countries and Taiwan, South Korea, Japan, all are a- affected by uh, China's recession. Okay, so uh, these days we observe that the, the export sector of Taiwan uh, is not good the there's a declining of the the exporter exporting sectors of yeah taiwan manufacturing sector of taiwan
2: yeah i also uh-huh. noticed that uh-huh. the, um general prices yeah for the goods that are exported out of china mm. have dropped significantly uh-huh, uh-huh, um yeah, okay if i'm going to take a stab at it they're clearing inventory because of the downturn Uh so does this have in your view have an effect on the the economy moving forward between china and its partners um
1: i think there's a so-called deflationary pressure in china right now that's what i observe uh what uh, happened uh, in Japan during the 1990s. Actually, uh, the Japan faced the deflation, continuous decline of general price level over 10, 20, even 30 years. Okay. So, in China, I'm thinking uh, there will be a, 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 at least a medium-term uh, deflation. Price keep on uh, declining for quite a quite a few years. So what you are saying is that uh, when there's a deflation, people tend to spend less because they expect the price will be cheaper later than right now. So we just uh, keep on waiting. Okay, just uh, postpone our consumption. So that is not good for the economy because we need a consumption to boost the 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 macro economy. So uh, the deflation pressure is one reason that uh, Japan's economy was growing very, very slow or even declining over a very long period of time. So uh, I hope that won't happen in China because it will drag down <laughs> by other countries with, with it. Yeah.
2: In that sense, yeah. um- it will be a great time for uh-huh. international diplomacy in terms of working yeah. with china uh-huh. to strike a good uh balance to help them uh but at the same time benefit from that extraction uh-huh. and help them not go into the realm of uh-huh. deflationary pressure
1: uh how how to do that I mean, you have
2: um, some so like you say, if we have um, some kind of confidence uh-huh. for SMEs or large businesses to purchase maybe not the full capacity that uh. they used to, um, but say 20%, 40%, 60% according to the deflationary pressures. And then...
1: You mean purchase part of the firm
2: o- in China? No, no, no. no. Purchu- purchase their outputs so their inventory oh, doesn't keep purchase.
1: going the inventory, you, are, you tend to accumulate some inventory because of the cheap price?
2: Yes, uh-huh. yes. But not because you said that we'll be waiting for, say, a 10% uh-huh. um, price tag, right? Uh-huh. But what if we strike a diplomatic balance with China to say, okay, we'll buy it at 20%, which is what you're going to get anyways, uh-huh. uh, at 10%, two times what you're going to get. Uh-huh. So, uh, So to not, So to help China not to go into deflationary um, zones like Uh Japan Uh and overall maybe this can be say like a five-year or ten-year plan which beats Japan in terms of 30 years of Mm. deflationary economy, Mm. do you think that might be something that our diplomats or, or partners of China could consider? Which I think with uh, Biden and Xi Jinping meeting in San Francisco. Yeah. Could be some of the things that they're talking about?
1: I, I don't know, because um, uh, what you say is that uh, the, the companies in the US will purchase uh, some inventory from China when it gets cheap, uh, cheaper. But, uh, uh, the U.S. government has no saying on that because the uh, the decision by the those uh, private fir- firms are for their own profit. Okay, so they won't be coordinating with the U.S. government. Say we just uh, uh, purchase something as a group from China to make it grow that's that's a hard part i don't I don't think it's, the u s government has any authority to 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 uh to order those firms to do that, but they can do some exchange with uh china government for example uh during the past five or even longer period i don't see uh, chinese airliners uh, order any uh airplane from the Boeing company. They just uh, purchased from Airbus. I think it's due to the political reason. So right now, maybe uh, the Biden administration can strike some deal with Xi Jinping, say you have to purchase some airplane from Boeing. And I will give you some benefit out of that. And What benefit? I I don't know. One thing is that uh, uh, China also construct the uh, airplane called the C nine one nine or something like that, and uh, it needs some technologies from the U.S. Also, the engines, those those type of things. So maybe there's some kind of exchange. You purchase Boeing airplane, I support some equipment for your C nine one nine. Those kind of deal, I think Biden administration can can do. But, for the other thing, I think maybe maybe not yeah. uh-huh.
2: um, to compare uh-huh. I think um Taiwan has a good mix of private and government uh-huh. um banks we know as Gonggu yeah. uh-huh. in Han. yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously, um the regulations mm-hmm. and the offices. there because I think one major complaint of SVG Uh was that the compliance officer overseeing Uh um, where the deposit and whether there's a stable Uh risk Uh on bonds versus um, loans Uh Uh uh, was non-existent that officer was just not there the bank shouldn't be allowed to run at all Mm. without a dedicated officer Uh yet the regulators and the bank Uh put this off. Okay. So uh, as a comparison, um, I I tend to want to believe that Taiwan, because of its peculiar position, Uh is very conscious of Uh bank runs, Uh and therefore is on the side of caution uh-huh. Especially for the government-owned, um, uh-huh. partially-owned banks, uh-huh. um, do you see this as a movement, or something that we can show the world uh-huh. how to have stable bankings um, in the economy to look after the people?
1: Mm. Because you think because we have so-called the uh, government owned the bank, so our system is more stable, is that uh, your...
2: I think the mandate gives them uh, more confidence uh-huh. So as, as I said before, the risk to reward ratio is obviously lower uh-huh. uh, So you don't get more reward banking with these banks But people are confident that the money is more or less secure mm. More than less secure mm. uh, in, in these government banks Whereas uh, in America, yeah. even Citibank, uh, yeah. like at one stage, was partially owned by the government, uh-huh. have gone bust yeah. or have um, <coughs> withdrawn in its market share uh-huh. because of regulators and banks and the government not participating, not having an ins- institutional mm-hmm. intervention in the daily running uh-huh. of the bank, uh-huh. yeah, which sees you know one of the greatest banking. Yeah. Um, Entity dwindle. I think um, yes. I think to some stage, um, Japanese banks do this quite well too, Uh as you said. um, There's a lot of citizens buying government bonds. Yeah, yeah. uh And that's a sign of confidence. Yeah, yeah. And most speculative versus non-speculative issues come from Uh whether or not there is confidence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So um, yeah, I mean. The point I want to make is whether or not this kind of banking system can be a model to replicate elsewhere in the world, to Mm. create a more stable baseline for each (laughs) of the individual
1: economies. Can be a model, okay. Um, uh, State-owned bank is more stable for sure, okay. But uh, at the other uh, extreme, uh, like in China, all the banks, almost all the banks are, stay owned. And, uh, and I, I don't think that's a good thing, okay? Because, like I said, when they uh, lose money, and they don't get bankrupt, and the taxpayer will uh, pay to uh, save those banks, okay? So they are uh, lacking some kind of self-correcting mechanism. So they tend to make the same mista- mistake over and over again. Um, in the free market society, all the banks are privately owned. They tend to run, run more efficiently, but maybe more risky also. Okay? But uh, those bad banks, will be wiped out. And uh, you have good bank to replace their uh, position. So um, stability maybe uh, in Taiwan is more stable than the Western economy. But uh, uh, one good thing we did in the year 1990 or 91 is we, the government, Open the door for the private sector to uh, get the license to uh, run banks. Okay, they issue like uh, fifteen or sixteen new licenses for those uh, private banks. Before that, all the banks are owned by the states. So I think that's a very good thing because the financial market become much more competitive after that. And that's very good for people to get uh, loans, bank loans, with lower cost and get more access to those uh, funds. And that's good for the economic growth uh, afterwards. So uh, I still believe that uh, private-owned banks uh, should be the major part of the, the economy. Okay? And uh, in Taiwan, we did have those uh, some banking crisis before, like the in year 2000, 2001. Um, we have some uh, bankrupt, bankruptcy cases for those private banks. Yeah. One or two private banks bankrupt. And the one issue is that they are too concentrated on certain uh, customers, also the similar problem as the SDB. yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of TSC Pods. If you liked it, be sure to check out some of our other episodes and subscribe to get the notification when our next episode drops. This is the official podcast of the Taipei School of Economics and Political Science, where we share our take on international relations, Asian political economics, global economic development, and more. See you next time.